You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Welcome back to the Ratchet Ramblers podcast presented to you by Flawless Noises Media. I am one third of your hosts. I am Jeremy. That's all you really need to know. And I will throw it to my friends and my co-hosts. Hey, everybody. It's Candice. You know who I am. I don't have any AKAs. We're about to get into the bullshit. And as usual, Beyonce is waiting to come on in. What up? Curtis the Menace is in the building. Um, so let's do some quick announcements. Um, blah, blah, blah. The live show. Y'all should know about it. Get your tickets. Um... And the other thing is I looked earlier and we kind of hit a milestone over the past week. Um, we have gotten 20,000 listens since we switched over to Anchor in mid-January. So I was like, okay, you know, a little pat on the back for us. It's lit. It's lit. We need more. So continue to listen. Tell your friends and your cousins and aunties and all that kind of shit. Like, don't just listen by yourself. Share the wealth, share the laughter, share the love, share the shade, the racism, thanks to Candace. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The George, thanks to Jeremy. Just share. Yes. And with that being said, I believe I'm going to throw it to my illustrious co-founder and co-host, because we're starting with Black Ink Crew, which I did not watch because fuck them. But go ahead. <laughs> I mean, it was it was cute, but it wasn't dramatic. Uh, if that makes sense, it was like it was a good episode, but it 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 was more or less laying the foundation for next week's episode when the shit pops off. Uh, first things first, we might as well get it out the way. Congratulations to Walt, who is now an engaged man, and for a motherfucker so dusty, he definitely uh set up that proposal like a nigga that's very moisturized. Yeah. Um. The location where he set up the dinner, I'm very familiar with. Um, it was at the Museum of Modern Art. And it was cute. And the ring was really nice, too, because he looked like a nigga to buy you a cluster ring. So I was very, sh- right. I was very shocked when he popped out with the, uh, with the nice little pear shape. And it looked like it was more than a carrot and everything. Yeah. So you know how that goes. So congratulations to them. He had a very... He had a very uh a decent stand-up set too. I wasn't really mad at the content or the material. It takes it takes good co- comedians years to be able to do impeccable stand-up. You don't just get up on the stage and you Eddie Murphy. It don't work like that. So, you know, when they did the flashback of his progress, um, I didn't have I didn't have any complaints about it. It's definitely been a, a steady progress. His stage presence has gotten better. He looks a little more comfortable. So good for him. Good for Walt because you was at rock bottom last season, my nigga. Mm-hmm. And before. You was, you was they down showed them, bad. They showed them flashbacks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you was down. You was down bad. So it's good to see, um, see you finding happy. And let me tell you, it wasn't the actual proposal, like the material part. It was what he said to Jess. The shit almost brought tears to my eyes. Shit, when that yeah, motherfucker he, said he, he ain't he ain't he ain't never had a home 
always moving from one place to the next, but he has found home and peace with her. Uh, we, us, those of us that's been in some fucked up relationships, we know the power in finding home and peace in the person you land with. Cause we didn't had a whole bunch of fucking chaos in our, in the past. So good yeah. for walk. Congratulations to him and Jess. Um, speaking of, since we talking about relationships, uh, I'm so glad Alex stopped being a scary ass bitch with this weird, this little ass white man. <laughs> okay. Like meeting on the corner and shit. Like you finna, uh, sell dope to him and shit, whatever. They listen, first of all, have her family been watching the same black ink we watch because it ain't no way that your daddy acting like you are Meghan Markle if he didn't seen even just one or two episodes of you on this goddamn show. Donna, you ain't nothing. You a rat. What the fuck your daddy <laughs> acting like you a prize possession for, bitch? You was a straight rat. Cheating, fucking in bathroom stalls and every fucking thing else. Girl, and to your daddy, boy, mm. I know you fucking lying. Slim Shady. No, you lying. Mm. give it a rest okay but nonetheless he made his intentions known finally even still that wasn't enough for donna who is a goofy bitch and speaking of people getting engaged girl sit down like why does donna always make everybody else business about her like you yeah like you, you already done hounded this man. Which I mean, honestly, you needed to hound some damn dental care, but that's not my business. You done hounded this man about trying to marry marry you. When honestly, y'all really don't need to be married right now. But whatever, again, whatever. He finally, as my co-host said, stop pussyfooting around with this white man with this. Um, I don't know, all this slim shady. I was like, look, I'm gonna marry your daughter, it, and we good. And that's not enough for you. Like, girl, what is it going to take? What What do you really want from a nigga? Damn. I, I, I don't know. I don't, I truly don't know. She Listen, needs to need a, she needs to want a dental plan. You beat me to it, Curtis. Catch his mouth, bitch. What the fuck? And you got Slim Shady over there. I'm, I just, I don't understand the lack of concern for this too. Mm. It, it, it hurts my feelings, to be honest. And you ugly, your boyfriend ugly, your fiance, whatever the fuck you want him to be. Mm. Yeah, I, I truly, I do not understand. Do not get it. Like, doing the fucking most. And she built like that sand thing that gotta have on his back. <laughs> sand jutsu ass bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Dusty up. <laughs> yeah, the bitch built like Chicago. Yeah. You know what? God no. damn. Yeah. Mm. But that's my only contribution because, again, fuck y'all. Mommy, mommy. Yeah. I'm ready for Chicago to come back. I am. I, I'm I don't know if it's going to be good, but I just, you know, it's it's just a lot of good things to look at when that's Chicago cold. is on as opposed to New York. Yes. That's a sea of rats. A sea of yeah. Black and rat York, I guess. Mm. Um, so first Speaking of all, of what was them burnt ass pancakes they was eating? <laughs> 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 
Let me tell you something. <laughs> I was I like, crack out like, bitch, no, I know you will not. No man, no man. <laughs> <laughs> the devil is a lie. Listen, I'm a fat nigga. I'll, I'll play about a lot of things. I'll play about my food, bitch. You I don't play never. about no food. You will never. Goddamn pancakes looking like uh, fucking World War Z or Daughter of the Dead or some shit. Bitch, don't contaminate that ass pancakes. Girl, fuck y'all. A mess. But listen, Sky go up. Seeds is playing pool by itself, looking like a whole loser. Mm. And I'm just sitting here like... So here go the dramatics. She remind me a lot of Duchess. First of all, Kitty ain't nothing like Duchess, first off. She mm. do look moisturized, if nothing else. <laughs> right. At least but you can't, you can't get over Duchess because you shitted on her a lot. And you just need to fucking own it. And that's your guilt eating at you because that woman don't even speak on your ass no more. The last time Duchess dragged somebody from Black Eating, she dragged Sky messy ass because Sky always talking shit about her when she had them kids uh, in her shop doing that interview and shit. Duchess don't give a fuck about you. Matter of fact, she dating a player from the Panthers. She don't give a fuck about you. Oh, shit, you. she is? Yeah, it has been for a while now. Damn. Duchess don't give a fuck about you. Mm. And so the fact that you constantly using her name, bringing her up on this fucking show, you a fucking weirdo. You have fucked 50, 11 bitches since Duchess and you still worried about Duchess. All she showed me is that women won't hesitate to stab you in the back after you cheated on her 37 times. Say as a nigga who done stabbed multiple people in the back. Child, boy, fuck you. And Sky gonna meet up with Kitty to do all that fucking crying because she know that she liable for a fucking lawsuit. Mm. He just need a good woman. He just wants somebody to love. No, he don't. He really in his feelings because he feel like Kitty fucked the better better version of him. Like, Mm. he is literally like, I don't know what he is, but he's, to me, he's a developmentally delayed, ugly ass, version of what he wants to be ryan everything that ryan is he wants to be we ain't start seeing c's trying to be nobody's sex symbol trying to be grown and sexy until uh until ryan came along now the motherfucker want to do photo shoots wearing gucci suits and shit boy (laughs) with all of that you still missing your fucking side teeth jennifer williams But had the nerd to be talking shit about Donna getting her ass fixed and not getting her teeth fixed. Well, motherfucker, you went involved. You went. You wearing all these fucking name brands and you still don't got all your motherfucking teeth. Mm. You are mad that Kitty, if she fuck Ryan, she upgraded when she fuck Ryan, and you are fucking furious. Like a bitch ass nigga. Because how dare she go and fuck somebody? who might be a piece of shit just like you are, but at least they attractive and handle business better. Because I'm going to tell you what, the way them women be going crazy over Ryan Henry, I know that dick is spectacular. Like how Bobby Brown was in Thin Line Between Love and Hate. (laughs) I just know it. Come on. Ooh, ooh, Karen. (laughs) 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 <laughs> that's my movie I love terrible that last shit. movie <laughs> it's terrible but I love it it's, it's, it does what it need to do 
Classic, <laughs> terrible black cinema. Yes. <laughs> it's needed. It's for the culture. And Vivica yeah. had her original face. Ooh. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. But Listen, bad luck to you, because you were both. <laughs> yeah, bad luck to you, because... <laughs> You got the right nickname because you do look like a Planet of the Apes ass nigga. Mm. You I definitely so. do. And we ain't talking about sexies or simple when they put them in a the suit on GQ magazine. We tell you just look like a stupid ass ape. Listen. The one with the blue vest. Curtis, I'm finna say the same shit. Curtis. Shout out to DeRay. Curtis. <laughs> Planet of DeRay. Lawsuit, lawsuit poppy. <laughs> <laughs> Cease and desist, Poppy. <laughs> That's what mm-hmm. gonna be. <laughs> that remind me. You know what? Mm. Lawsuits mm. pending. Mm. <laughs> Listen, he had that talk with Kitty. What's the point in having to sit down with somebody, asking them a question? They answer the question. You be like, I don't believe you. Who the fuck got a lie about fucking Ryan Henry? Hoops. That is not a kill you keep to yourself. If I were to fuck Ryan Henry, I want the world to know. Matter of fact, he'll be denying me before I ever deny him. Let me fucking tell you. We that ain't he, no kill that you gotta deny. We know he's friendly with his. And baby, she's bro. a grown titty, grown pussy, single fucking woman. If she wanted to fuck Ryan motherfucking Henry. That is they business. That is not your woman. When you had your opportunity with Kitty, you did not treat her right. You just said to Sky, you have not had any type of sexual relations with Kitty in a long fucking time. So what are you so fucking mad at? You're mad because she ain't sitting around waiting on your motherfucking ass to realize that she's a great catch. She can be a bozo. Don't get me wrong. But what the fuck do anybody look like waiting around for you to realize that they they worthy of a decent, a good relationship? Who the fuck is you? A bitch ass nigga. Deadbeat day, motherfucker. You just started paying your child support, bitch. Your baby mama done put you in jail 27 times for back child support. <laughs> Who the fuck are you? You ain't no prize, bitch. You done opened up a few tattoo shops with the help of your staff. You couldn't have got it done by your motherfucking self and Big Fish, and now you acting like you motherfucking Bill Gates. Niggas will kick you in your dick, sees. And that's on Crip. What the <laughs> fuck wrong with you? Niggas will motherfucking river dance all on your motherfucking testicles. You are nobody special. We need to go our separate ways. This is a business relationship. Like Kitty said, she said, I got one of the best lawyers around. So let, you know, unlawful termination. And here go Puma Wolf. You attack him. Ain't nobody attack C, stupid ass. And they ran the clip back to show that she did. She was in his face. But again, this wasn't work related. So why are you trying to act like she did something on the clock? When you skew the lines of business and personal, this is what the fuck you get, nigga. Mm-hmm. But since the niggas in that shop can't seem to keep their dick out the women in the fucking shop, then it is what it is. Because I was finna say, because Puma trying to be sassy to mine, I'm pretty sure that, that, that is bad on your part. If anything, it would be worse on C's part. 
And that's what Scott said. You had sex with this girl. Then you fired her because you feel like she's having sex with somebody that you friends with. That's illegal, nigga. Correct. I'm looking forward to the episode next week because they having an adult prom. Shout out to Bourbon Ball. Mm. <laughs> That's the first thing I thought of when I said it. As long as as long as nobody getting uh, sexually assaulted. Mm. So mm. you know, what? Kitty. Well. Good luck, everybody. Um. Anyway, <laughs> Kitty gonna show up. C's baby mama gonna be there, looking pressed in the motherfucker. Mm. Oh, Joe Swanson chin having ass bitch trying to twerk on her baby daddy. Imagine twerking on a man and he looking like I wish you would get this bitch away from me. <laughs> well, when the bitch look like John. Well, Robert she looked like her twerk air stank, so I'm not shocked. Twerk Anyways, air. All right. Her, yeah, her twerk air stank. You mm. could tell. Well, hell, the beach thing, but you know what? Let's move on. You know what? <laughs> True. <laughs> ah. <laughs> I mean. Anyways, that's it for for black for black ink. <laughs> well, friends. Oh, yeah, uh, well. well, also to, to some other motherfuckers that stink. Uh, let's go to Married to Medicine, shall we? Uh, Married to Medicine season seven, episode ten, Battle Down South. Let me tell you something. Speaking of stink, motherfuckers, let me tell you something. Toy and Eugene's fat asses got a nice house. With that, that house is fucking beautiful. I cannot. When they said a forever home, they meant forever because it is. That house is fucking immaculate. It, it really is. fucking is. And they Toya really put her foot into picking out every little detail and concept. I'm talking about bitch got a two story closet now. For her mm. to have all them red bottoms and expensive bags, the mm. bitch always look cheap. Mm. Listen, she got Another a rich story, and I and I feel her on when you have a house of that magnitude, you have to get some custom furniture. You do not take your ass to rooms to go. Mm-hmm. True, even though she always looking like a bitch to go, but true, that's true. A beanbag to go. A bean, yeah. Her husband built like a. You know what? But I I would will say this. Cecil, Cecil says he has had me. Jeremy, you in Atlanta. Somebody will beat you up down there. <laughs> mm, they can try it. But, um. <laughs> Hands on deck. <laughs> um, <you laughs> try it if you want to. Your ass be wearing some jorts. But anyway, I did agree. I did agree and laugh when Cecil said, well, if this don't work out, I can sell this goddamn house. Because that's the shit that I will say. Let me tell that you was so. the best part of the episode. Well. For me, anyway. Well. Fair enough, friend. Fair enough. Because I was like, I mean, given their track record, the likelihood of him <laughs> being in a position to flip it is pretty high. <laughs> I mean, if you look at them, just because it's a forever home, don't mean it's y'all's forever home. You fat bitch. <laughs> 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 imagine, imagine them having to sell that house and somebody buying and be like, "Thank you for designing our our forever home." Forever. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing lasts forever, y'all. Marriage didn't last forever. Listen, that house, house going to be singing Chrisette Michelle, a couple of forevers. Mm. <laughs> but but not, not y'all couple. I don't y'all see them staying out. in that house for a long time, but... I mean, but we call that anyway, because, you know, it's them. They always trying to keep up with the Joneses. Meanwhile, the Joneses, the Joneses looking at them like, 
Bitch, I know y'all fucking lying. So, you know. The Joneses ain't looking at them. That's why they mad. Mm. Because that's all this is. All this is Mac. I'm not saying that Toya don't have... Well, <clears throat> she mm. don't pretend to have <laughs> expensive taste and immaculate taste. And given the right opportunity, if shit, if I had the money and the resources to design a house, I'm pretty sure I could design something relatively nice. Look, bitch, I watch HGTV, okay? I know my, my, my little bit a little bit. But that don't mean shit in the long run. Y'all doing all of this because you want to be the top couple on the show. And it's just not going to happen, beloved. It's not going to happen. Stop trying to make Fetch happen. It's not realistic. Because don't ma- it does not matter how many parties you throw, how many red bottoms you have in storage that you brought out specifically to be filmed that you don't ever wear because you probably rented the shit. It don't mm. matter how many jobs Eugene fat ass work. It don't matter what kind of pools y'all have and y'all stink ass kids turning their nose up at other people's pools. None of that shit matters. Y'all are not that girl. And you never will be. Leave us the fuck alone. It's a nice house, but y'all are some bitches. So who cares? A nice house full of a bitch ass family. Don't give a fuck. Don't need it. I'll pass. Zero ten would not recommend. Indeed, friend. I don't think I could have said it better myself. Speaking of somebody who we do not recommend, Contessa's getting on everybody's motherfucking nerves. Let me tell you something, Contessa. I don't know how you went from the best housewife, all right, off the bench and became the MVP, and now you done got cut. I don't get it. You Mm. got a good man, you got a good situation, and you are so guilt-ridden for the shitty decision that you made because you did not take into account the entirety of your family and their dynamic. Now you want to blame Scott for everything, and you're on here being a bitch. You can't control your emotions. You pissed off because Scott don't understand why you're trying to blame him for shit that ain't his fault. That man has supported you at every turn. But because you make some bozo decisions, and you don't want to be fully accountable for them, it's everybody else's fault. Mm. Meanwhile, you're throwing $15,000 fucking birthday parties. It ain't even your kid's birthday. Y'all here looking the fuck stupid. You're talking to Scott crazy. For what? For what? When you could just take your dumb ass back to school. Go back to school, bitch, if you're that miserable. Goddamn. Find an online course. Do what regular people do. You too fucking smart for you to be on him sounding and looking the fuck stupid at every turn. You gonna fuck around and somebody else gonna fuck Scott. Then you're really gonna be mad. And I'm... I mean, I ain't saying I condone it, but I understand. <laughs> I absolutely do. I absolutely agree. She showed fuck her you, bitch. I'm sick of you, that. bitch. You ain't getting no dick because you insufferable, bitch. This is not a fairy tale. This is not Twitter. This is not a porno. This ain't one of my favorite hood novel books where they fix everything with sex. You are a a mother and a wife who skipped off into the sunset to go to Nashville to pursue a degree after you didn't spend half your motherfucking adult life trying to become a doctor and you want everybody else to suffer on the back end for it. I don't want to give you no dick either, bitch. If I got to pick, wake the kids up, fix them breakfast, get them ready for school, drop them off, go to work, leave work, pick them up, take them to soccer practice, come home, get dinner, do laundry, give baths, do homework, put them to bed, bitch. I'm tired. I ain't got no dick to give, bitch. On top of I'm you exhausted. giving me your, 
on top of you giving me attitude and your ass to kiss. Well, bitch, I don't want to kiss your ass because you're in a bozo. Scott over right. there flaccid than a motherfucker. Like, so God just, damn. just limp. I ain't got nothing for you, bitch. I'm tired. All that shit talking you doing, talking shit about him answering the phone, but bitch, what job do you have mm. right now? Mm. What job do you have to help ease the load that you put onto your whole fucking family? Mm. Yes, I'm an on-call doctor. Yes, I'm picking up extra shifts. Bitch, I'm the only one working. And you trying to have motherfucking $15,000 carnival parties. Bitch. She did the most. Because I'm like, Contessa, you understand, bitch? You used to be a doctor. Yeah, you used Apparently to be she forgot. She, right. she forgot the bitch too self-centered for my liking. Mm-hmm. And it ain't even a matter of fact of him. He wasn't even rude like, girl, when y'all both was working, y'all had a nanny. Now, granted, y'all, the nanny y'all had was on, on some mother dearest shit. But, bitch, you know, you, you, you know this. So why are you being so insufferable and keep giving this man all this hell only and then the guilt trip him? Girl, listen. Because her guilt is eating her alive and she can't handle it. So she got to find an outlet for it. But you a silly ass woman to be so guilt ridden and not have enough self-awareness to realize that the more you try to put on him, the more strained your marriage becomes. And now you in therapy talking about, did you think it was good? Why? Because the therapist didn't tell you what you want. She didn't say to Scott what you wanted her to say to him. Mm. So you you questioning whether or not it was good. And he, he had the perfect answer. He was like, girl, we just barely scratching the surface. Because you in therapy came out with all this extra shit that we ain't heard you say not once. What is, what's the truth, Contessa? Mm, the truth is she wants to be a self-centered ass bozo. But let me tell you something. You're not about to play in our face. You're not about to play in the therapist's face. And you got damn sure ain't finna play in Scott's face. Listen, you better be lucky that you got a good man that actually love you. Because a lot of niggas would have been like, bitch, figure it out on your own. I'm out. Mm. Not to say that that's right, but I mean. Hell, that's what she did to Scott. Hell, left and went to Nashville and was like, okay, figure it out. That, I, mm. I mean. Nope. Your guilt is nobody else's problem. Not even your husband's. You need to figure that shit out on your own. That's correct. You need to have an actual conversation and some goddamn accountability, then talk to us. But for now, kick rocks and eat shit. Mm. Suffer, bitch. She is suffering, but Mm. it's a hearty fuck you for this season, Contessa, because I don't... Maybe you have a chance to turn it around, but I'm not holding my breath at this rate. I'm just glad that Dr. Scott is not a bitch-ass nigga, so we don't have to drag him. We saving all our dragons for you. I mean, she's she's giving us plenty of, plenty of material. Listen. Speak, speaking of another dragon, <laughs> Dr. Jackie. Jackie, you need your face slapped. Yes. And I mean Baby. that with every ounce of my being. You need mm, your face mm, to mm, fuck mm, slapped. Mm. Like you need somebody to take some coconut oil in their hand, warm it up, mm. warm it and slap the shit out you, bitch. Five fingers. What did mm. the five fingers say to the face? Slap, slap. That's what you need. You need a baby what the fuck slap. is wrong? Listen, what the fuck is wrong with you? You listen, 
you don't get to fall back on it was a mistake because you are a healthcare professional. Mm. You are an OBGYN. You did not talk to that woman and ask her if she wanted to share her story or if you could share her story. You got your stupid face ass up on that stage and told the world that that woman had fertility issues. You do not know her full history. You do not know if she's fully infertile or not. You had no right to disclose that to a room full of motherfuckers she don't know. And you didn't need to do that to make whatever point you were making. You could have talked about your infertility. You got your own infertility to worry about. Why would you do that? Which makes it even worse that you did that. And the thing that killed me, she said it so smoothly, like, oh, you can relate, can't you, Buffy, bitch? That did not slap like you think it was. Not at all. This ain't Dev Comedy Jam. This ain't Jackie's Poetry Hour, girl. What are you even doing? And if Buffy had rushed the stage and dragged your ass off, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have felt no way about it. I wouldn't have hold it. I mean, hey. Because you, you, got, you violated you to, a, to a very high degree. Right. And you should have known better, like Candace said. Ain't no excuse for you to say no shit like that. No. Nah. No. Like, well, I, I know you got fertility issues, so you can relate, right, bitch? We can't relate to you being a bozo at this moment because no, nobody, everybody looking like, girl, what did you even, what, what, listen. Listen, all I'm going to say, and it might be fucked up, but I don't really give a fuck, is if this is your typical behavior, I see why Curtis cheated on you. What the fuck? Damn. What is wrong with you? Damn. Now, I ain't I saying mean, you deserve it, but I can see why. Maybe you know, I don't know, Jackie, but that shit was that you you know better. Like you know better. Like, I don't want to say you need your whole ass beat, but you definitely it, you need a piece of beast. it slapped up. Yeah, you need you a two piece. Need a piece. You need some like, part of it. Like this was some shit I would expect from a ride. Here go her ass in the confessionals. Like, mm-hmm, see the real Jackie going up. Girl, shut your ass. Shut up. your dumb ass up. Jackie is a bozo in this situation, but bitch, you are Mariah. You got color contacts. You shut the fuck up, Mariah. Listen. Oh, hamburger head ass bitch! Shut up. You you go you go get your goddamn weasel sounding ass husband together with that fucking speech impediment, bitch. That's what you do. He need his ass beat just over there sounding like Ren and Stephen. Shut the fuck up, Doctor Aiden and Mariah. You can just tell by the way he act. He a shitty doctor. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> with just... your stupid. Gotta get your credit, Curtis. <laughs> Gotta get your credit. Shut the fuck up. Little piece of bitch, shut up! <laughs> look, oh, oh, bitch, bitch, look, right? Look, <laughs> look, teeny tiny curry, bitch, sit down. Oh, touche, pussy cat faced ass boy, shut the fuck up! God damn, fuck out of here! Oh, garam masala ass, little speech impediment having bitch, what's wrong with you? God gets your credit. You had a part in it too. Wait, what? Let that woman you know have her shine. What the fuck wrong with you? Insecure listen, little Kurt, bitch. Listen, Curtis, like, look, this is all my wife. Girl, chill, chill. Listen, chill, this nigga, nigga is still on the heels of cheating on his wife. He got to play it safe for at least five years. What the fuck are you talking about, Aiden? Talking about and, he, and, and I will say, Curtis, Curtis cheated on Jackie because they had a breakdown in their communication. But when it comes to her professional accolades, he has always seemed to want her to shine. He don't seem like he always need credit for being doing what needs to be done. For so being a husband. Shine. Yeah. Right. 
like they could now they making money together you know what i'm saying she's his project manager she gonna help him he gonna help her run her her new practice and all this kind of shit mm-hmm. it's eight and old participation trophy ass that need a, a pat on the his, back for being a that's, husband that's because his bitch always need a pat on the back for doing what she signed up to do. Well, he need to pat on the head so them contacts fall out. That's what we need. <laughs> so, that, so that so them tracks will fall out. You, mm. Mariah, you the only bitch on this show who still got a quick weave. <laughs> In 2019, beloved, you are still letting somebody glue tracks into your motherfucking head. Mm. I wish that glue would seep through to your brain. Mm. What you mean? You think her behavior it hasn't already? No, I think she just stupid like that. You see her mama, we see the material. I mean, look at the husband too. She married to a bozo, she a bozo, mama a bozo. Bozo, yeah. Whole family a bozo. Mm. Oh yeah, you brought the mother bitches over there to have non and and fucking uh, chicken tikka. Yeah, girl, your whole family some bozos. I don't mm-hmm. like you. Get off the show. Go back to being yeah. behind the scenes producer. I do not like you. Yeah. And you really yeah. don't have no reason to be on here. You don't even have a storyline. And you still crying and harping about the shit with Jackie. That's your whole claim to fame this season is holding on to shit that was resolved either earlier in the season or last season. Because you ain't got shit going on. Aiden ain't got shit going on. He on here being goofy, thinking he being endearing, and he not. Y'all don't have a place on this show, and that's the God's honest truth. Correct. So to the whole Aiden Mariah house, shut the fuck up and leave us alone. Go to hell. Oh, the hooks. The hooks. <laughs> well, speaking of trips, they go to Cabo. Mm. Wait, 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 wait. Because we got to talk about Toya and Eugene. I was getting there. Acting before they even went on the trip, acting like some bozos about Quad being invited. Listen. What the fuck? Oh, well, I what feel makes like y'all I, the the gatekeepers on who gets to go on the couple's trip. Why she on the couple exactly. trip? Is she in a couple. Why she is she through, going through the why? Is, yeah. The why trip? do y'all Bitch, fucking what? care? What what do who's a couple and who's not got to do with y'all doing the work in y'all relationship? I can't stand them. I can't stand motherfuckers like that. Bitch, don't worry about me. Go go fuck your husband. Mm. Bitch, don't yeah, clock my alone. pussy. Clock yours. Mm. Okay, because your husband around here stuttering with that fucking list. Well, well. But I'm just like, what do y'all think Quad is going to be doing here because she don't have a husband with her? She not going to be all up in y'all faces. She don't even like y'all for real. If we gonna be honest, I was about to say she don't even seem like she want to go. She's going because she's contractually obligated. Yes. And that's Mm. the other thing, y'all doing all that motherfucking grandstanding, knowing she ain't got no choice but to come on that fucking trip. If she want her coins, and you know she want her coins, right? I'm sick of you, stupid motherfucker. And not only that, that, not only that, she looked like she don't want to go go because, and they wrote the bean footage back every goddamn time y'all go on a trip, y'all show y'all motherfucking asses to her specifically. So Hello. why the fuck would she want to go with you bozo ass bitches? You act like Cabo like was some sacred place, bitch. Everybody can go to goddamn Cabo, Southwest Florida, Mexico, hole. <laughs> fuck exactly. out of here. Acting like y'all doing something big and bad. Only for them to shade the fuck out of y'all and show the beautiful bean footage that you can't plan no trip your damn self. Exactly. You and Eugene was about to get a divorce just trying to plan a couple's trip. So if anything, you need to, again, be appreciative that somebody else is doing the work and shut the fuck up. Because Quad yeah. is not worried about y'all. She's not worried about y'all's husbands. 
She is just trying to get through what she need to get through. And uh, and another thing, I'm glad you said that, Curtis. Why y'all make, acting like y'all hosting the trip? Y'all ain't even hosting the motherfucker. It's Simone and Eugene, and they say, look, quad coming. And you Why got a lot to invited? say for a bitch that showed her ass at Quad's party because you didn't get top billing. Mm. Only for her to still give y'all credit that y'all did not fucking deserve. Did not deserve because the only thing y'all deserve is an ass whooping. Mm. And let me tell you something. I'll fly that land and hold them down. (laughs) 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 I don't give a fuck. I'll wear a mask. Beat their ass. (laughs) Stomp them. (laughs) Fucking mask on. (laughs) Okay. Rico will be this. <laughs> What's their last name? Uh, mm-hmm. Toya and Eugene, what? Uh, fat asses. Okay. For real. Stomp the know. Blubber. It's a new movie. Stomp the Blubbers. That might be the show time. Fuck y'all. Jiggly bitches. <laughs> Jiggle bitches. <laughs> I was hoping Candace would do that. <laughs> We're doing amazing, sweetest. See, I'm not just the MVP. I know how to how to do an assist. Listen, you're not I'm Kobe, Steve you're Nash not... of this podcast shit. Listen, you're not Kobe. You passed the ball. We staying. Black Mamba. <laughs> <laughs> Curtis, fuck you, get on my nerves. <laughs> I mean, if you don't say it like that, is it really valid? I don't think. That, that's fair. Anyway, Somebody fuck who... y'all. So we in Cabo. Yes. And uh, first of all, the villa, the place that they stayed, that shit was nice. And that food they had, my, listen, my fat ass was hungry shit. I was like, I too want to fly. It was to nice, but why were they acting so stank about the bus to get there? Like, it Being wasn't fake bougie like they always do. Y'all want a limo in Cabo? Is it that serious? It ain't, but no. you know, they got the camera up like they always do for every trip. And they listen. rolled the bean footage back. Like every trip y'all go affluent to. Acts, when affluent blacks act like that. Like, mm. get the fuck out of here. Like, if like you really, wanted a limo that motherfucking bad, then you should have called ahead and got one. That you part. knew good and well they weren't going to organize no limo. Shut the fuck up, Simone. Even Cecil, shut the fuck up with that bullshit. Correct. So they had this dance battle to see who going to get the <laughs> penthouse sweeter. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I was laughing, but... This motherfucker, Dr. Damon and Dr. Scott, these niggas thought they were part of the Jabberwockies, okay? <laughs> these niggas thought they were B-boys. Break dances, goddamn Damon spinning on his motherfucking head like a top and shit. I, wa- I laugh, but as a fat nigga who also danced but don't look good doing it, I, I appreciated the representation. I ain't gonna hold you. Scott damn near broke his his ankle. He did. <laughs> trying to do the shit. Like he got crossed up and shit. And then Dr. Da- you know... I hated to see it, but I do see why <laughs> Heavenly can't shut up about their sex life. Because of them kind of moves y'all do with y'all clothes on, mm-hmm. I don't want to imagine, but I'm going to give y'all the benefit of the doubt and be like, it must be lit. Because let me tell you something, Damon was moving. Yeah. He was All right. I ain't never seen that motherfucker move that fast <laughs> since I've been watching this fucking show. Listen, I was he don't like, even okay. move that fast to get no food, nigga. <laughs> goddamn. Okay. I was like, if this what he doing in the bedroom, I see why Heavenly such a goddamn bozo for the dick. Because yeah. mm-hmm. golly. Yeah. Dr. Damon had the moves. <clears throat> so to me, Dr. Damon, like we've said it before, he's not the finest one we see on the show. But Dr. Damon is far from ugly to me. And you could tell in his heyday when he was a little lighter. 
he probably was that deal. And that's why I heavily unhinged her goddamn jaw to suck his meat off the bone. <laughs> because she, that underbite, baby, ain't no way you tell him she a dentist. Ain't no reason for her to still have an underbite <laughs> unless it serves some purpose in that bedroom. Mm-hmm. Okay, jaw. she be, she unhinged that jaw like motherfucking Transformer and, and just suck dick. Okay. Transformer, bitch. <laughs> Star scream indeed, I tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> Megatron, <laughs> Mega Blow, Mega Jaw, Mega Jaw, <laughs> Mega, Mega Jaw. <laughs> Show title. Optimus <laughs> <laughs> Prime is what she be calling okay. the name. Damn. I too saw the vision, Heavenly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. <laughs> well, well, I think that's that's how I felt best. the first time I see seen Mike dancing to some Jamaican music. I was like, you know what, self? Trap this nigga with a baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's how London Hill. <laughs> <laughs> But nah, nah. The parent trap, indeed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no. <laughs> please, to our listeners, please don't believe the hype, okay? <laughs> I know. <laughs> just we was engaged before London got here, so. But, <laughs> but when I seen it, I was like, "Damn, I'ma fuck him." So heavenly, I get it. I didn't get it before. Because I was like, Damon, a nice guy. He's successful. He's well-respected and connected. But that, that ain't enough to make you want to be with somebody forever. You know, it's enough to make you want to get what you can get out of him and go. But after that, amen. Heaven is like not the day. Motherfucker well, light be- on his feet like Heavy D. So you know he be throwing that dick. Mm-hmm. Dr. Dickman. <laughs> <laughs> But that was it for me. I guess the D stands for Damon this time. Oh. Mm. Mm. And they're going to be in that penthouse suite. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Amen. Come and keep on up all the goddamn noise. I'll tell you what. Mm. The whole zoo. <laughs> <laughs> Every noise and smell in the whole goddamn zoo going to be in mm. that penthouse. Mm. Well, that was it for Married Tomatoes and Friends. Yes. So let's take a quick break and then we'll come back with the rest of the trash. Thank you for supporting the Flawless Noises Media Network. You can visit FlawlessNoises.com for more information on our other wonderful shows. You can also connect with us on social media. Search for at Flawless Noises on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. Go to FlawlessNoises.com slash store if you're interested in purchasing some merchandise. And if you really love us and would like some bonus content, subscribe to our Patreon. With $5 and $10 subscription levels, you're bound to hear something you like. Go to Patreon.com slash FlawlessNoises for more details. We thank you for taking the time to listen to our shows and supporting your favorite hosts. Please feel free to share with your friends, family, co-workers, and more. Flawless Noises Media Network, get to know our sound. And now, back to your regularly scheduled programming. All right, y'all. It's time to find love ASAP. Mm-hmm. 
So we on the second episode of this train wreck, Tokyo Get Tony's the finding this love. Pussy. ASAP. <laughs> Listen, hella, 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 hella aggressive. Like all your life you had to be aggressive. Defected. Defected. All her life she had to bite. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that she is not making a dick soft lets you know that ladies, it's somebody for every fucking body. And you should be able to get in these niggas' pockets when you get good and ready because everything about Tokyo Tony make my stomach hurt. But it's men fighting for her love. Mm-hmm. The ghetto it's indeed. men fighting for her love. So you ain't got no, ladies, ain't no excuses. You can have a man when you want one. So, so I don't never want to hear no woman talk about don't nobody want me, I ain't this, I ain't that. That's a lie. <laughs> Cause that deadbeat mama ass bitch got niggas lined <laughs> up to be with her. Mm-hmm. Granted, mm. a check is probably involved, but still, the yeah. sentiment applies. Yeah. Yes. The check is to overcome the rest of it. <laughs> 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 but anyway, uh, first and foremost, shout out to Tony and Black China for having executive producer credits. I saw that in the beginning, doing mm-hmm. things right. I don't know what kind of check that involves, but I would imagine it's something considering we got to pay specifically to subscribe to the channel. So that's good. We start off seeing Lyrica um, look a that, catfish, that catfish mouth and Tokyo Tony talking about the men. And she Tokyo Tony was like, I'm going to get rid of quite a few of them, which turned out to be a lie. Um, so we had some departures between episode one and two. Tweety Bird, the nigga with the yellow shirt, he left. The pansexual lady who didn't have no reason to be there in the first goddamn place, she left. And then the nigga that went under the house, weirdo, was not seen again. Mm, so gee, he probably done disappeared like some shit off of the ring. I don't know if he disappeared. I listen, I would sleep with one eye open. If I was in that mansion and Tokyo Tony with all that shit you have on your eyes, I'm sure you got, that's a thing you got to do anyway. <laughs> so that's my recommendation. Cause for y'all not to know where he went, <laughs> listen, because he went looking. under the house. It'd be different if he went in the backyard or something. He went under the house. Like, huh? And the fact that they still looking for the nigga, like y'all, y'all might, mm. I mean, you know what? Let's, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt because maybe, Maybe he saw that woman and says, you know what? It ain't worth it. I'm out. Could be. Fair. That's fair. Mm-hmm. So, Cotton, Mr. Salsa, No Name, and Romy Rome are all talking and playing a card game. Cotton is the older white man that looked like a broke down Victor Newman who is bisexual. Got Mr. Salsa, that's the Cuban, the Cuban man. No name is the dirty uh, surfing boy. And Romy Rome is the wannabe pimp named Slickback. But he more like, I don't even know. He he more like Snakeback. He just, woof. <laughs> Listen, when that, when, when no name, when the motherfucker took off his hat. Listen. Uh, and you saw that brush fire on top Ooh. of it. <laughs> I'm like, nigga, did you get scorched by California? Like, what the fuck is going on? Shit. Listen, Romy Rome, uh, being a pimp clearly does not make you immune to male pattern baldness. Listen. <laughs> Good luck pimp. with it. You know what he looked like? 
He looked like the crib keeper. Shit, I thought that was Tokyo Tony. Mm, she the dick keeper. Come <laughs> 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 on with the damn show you ASAP. <laughs> but anyway, so they're playing a, a card game and talking hella spicy to one another. Sassy as fuck. Yeah, they all hella sassy. Um, low key though. Because they were teasing Cotton and Mr. Salsa because, you know, Cotton has made it very, very clear that he finds the Cuban man attractive and he is is trying to be bent over. Which if you if I'm honest, I know y'all not going to know, but if I'm honest, they do look like they would make a video that would pop up on Tumblr. Mm. Like they definitely are, are under the amateur header on like Pornhub. Or my vidster. But anyway, let's see. So like I said, um, no name called Romy Rome homeless. That made me laugh. Because, because I, mean, I agree. Look at the, look at the he either he 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 definitely homeless. Now whether or not he sleep on the street or in the back of like a sixty-eight Cadillac, I haven't determined yet. But I I definitely don't feel like he has a permanent address. I agree with that. Um he, he definitely looks like he hops from couch to couch mm, floor to floor i don't he you looked don't like he got couch? fleas so <laughs> <laughs> I, I a, pimp, a pimp named fleabag <laughs> he definitely looked like he make friends with the bed bugs but anyway yes um so like you said no name took his hat off and then he's like if you if you do that again i'm gonna slap him up i'm like you ain't gonna do shit, sir. You, you didn't like do it you, the first time. You're not gonna do it any other time, sir. You can like whenever you move, it takes you eight or four years to get to point A to point B. You're not gonna slap nobody. Listen, Mumra, you frail as fuck. Please cut the fucking shit. Correct. You're you ain't slapping nobody up. You're frail as fuck. You don't have all your teeth, like sir. Please, please. I'm a ladies man. I'm a ladies man. No one gives a fuck, sir. You so much of a ladies man. You here competing for a bitch love. <laughs> now that's the, now that's the true tea. Help me make it. Help me. I need it to make sense. Mm. I ain't never seen no ladies man getting competition for one lady. Mm. I ain't never met no pimps that work like that. Help me understand. Mm. You a pimp just like that Akbar nigga from Love and Hip Hop Hollywood. You know what? We not we don't speak because because Love and Hip Hop played in our face. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just, you know, I'm just saying, fuck that show, though, for sure. So then we got Good Credit, which is the average-looking accountant white man. You got Popeye, the nigga that secretly got eyes for Lyrica, full of shit, which is the nigga with the the head that looked like ground beef, and Mm. big nigga. So they all (laughs) playing basketball, and the white man almost lost his life because he's trying to address (laughs) big nigga. But his name is Big Nigga. And so he he's trying to say it, but he know he can't say nigga in front of all these niggas. <laughs> and so he's sitting there like, well, damn, what am I supposed to call him? And they like, I don't give a fuck, but you better not call him nigga. <laughs> Let me tell you the something. what? <laughs> let, let me tell you something. That shit had me screaming because he was trying like, so do I say N? So do I say NG or do they I say like, just say big guy? <laughs> He was over there shaking in his little uh his little moccasins. He was upset. <laughs> he was 
like, he's confessional. Like, what shit? What am I supposed to call? <laughs> it's like, well, she named him Nancy. He was like, I understand that this is not a rap song, which, sir, you'll still get right. your ass beat. But <laughs> it was so that part was uh, funny to me. None of them niggas could play basketball, so I don't know why they were playing in each other's faces. Right. Then trying to flex on him, like, oh, you a white boy, you can't jump, sir. None of y'all can jump. None of y'all can jump. None of y'all can shoot. Big Nick, I mean, not Big Nigga, uh, good credit. The white man was the only one we saw make a shot. Right. Why y'all talking all this shit? But anyway, so then they all gang up on him and start grilling him about Tokyo Tony and why he wants to be with her and all this other shit. Um, Popeye dumbass thinks that credit doesn't matter because... Uh, you know, they making fun of his name and everything. He's like, well, when you got money like her, credit don't matter. And I'm like, you a dumb bitch. <laughs> How stupid can you be? As well, many stories as we see of celebrities getting their cars and houses taken from them, you think that they don't live on credit too? You think that their net worth is actual liquidated cash? How stupid can you be? Well, I mean, very, because he on this show, first of all. Well, that's true. You on this show and you want Lyrica G, so... Exactly. Which I mean, I, I mean so let's be honest about the situation. Lyrica G is definitely the lesser of two evils. But the lesser of two evils is still evil. <laughs> it's like I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Expert analysis, right? Like, look. <laughs> it's like you got the choice between a between a T-Rex and a Velociraptor. So I mean, what are you I mean either way, you're gonna get devoured. So it's correct. just like I mm. I guess, but you a dumb bitch. Uh, and then at the end, I thought it was hella weird that big nigga like picked the white man up and was carrying him. Talking, about, I got to get him out of here. I got to carry him out of here. And I was like, huh? Just doing the most, trying to flex. Doing like, the oh. most. I'm like, why are you trying to show this white man how strong you are? You're not here for him. You here for for a parent for Tony? Shit, so what did the you way do? he was picking him up, I couldn't tell you what. Well, <laughs> Big nigga might like him some big white boy, too. <laughs> big nigga like big bussy. <laughs> I'm just saying. I only came in because <laughs> tender. Big nigga, big bussy. <laughs> I'm just saying. You saw it. I know I'm not alone in this. <laughs> <laughs> you did not lie, but goddamn shit. <laughs> I'm just saying, Listen, I'm here to give y'all the accurate analysis, okay? Listen, they de he definitely picked that white man up like they was finna make a Vista video called Jungle Listen, Beaver. that's some old, let me carry you over the threshold, bay mm. type shit. He did all right, <laughs> go ahead on, big nigga. We all know how strong you are. Mm. Mm. Apparently that white boy's finna find out too, I guess. I mean, I guess if you're going to go for one of the white men, that's probably the safest choice. And he do yeah. got good credit. I mean, you know, big nigga, you might need to think about this. Because <laughs> you got six kids. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you got to do something a little strange for some change. Listen, you need all the change. because again, Okay, you got Christmas is coming up. I wouldn't be mad, big nigga. Okay, because you need big bank. So who better to get it from? <laughs> a big nigga take big bank. I'm just saying. Okay. Mm. Mm. I guess. But anyway, moving on. 
So then Big D, Lil D, um, ZZ Top, which is what they call him, Cookie Monster, yeah. and the uh, the nigga that just got out of jail, the set it off nigga. Yes. They the all sitting and nigga. talking, and you know immediately they start talking shit to each other because I don't know, Jeremy, you might know better than me. I don't know why straight men can't be around each other and not talk shit to. Each. You know what? Maybe that's a man thing because I'm thinking about it. Gays they be shaving each other for no reason, so maybe that's a man thing. They talking shit to each other, and then the shit went left real quick. Which yeah. I mean, because I guess that was to be expected. Testosterone ain't nobody getting no pussy, and the pussy that's available is questionable at best the ghetto truly um but then the inmate nigga just takes things and just i I don't even know i don't even know so he starts praising trump because he's to him his his stance is because trump signed some bill it led to him getting out of jail five years early because he was supposed to be in jail for 20 years Mm mm-hmm and he got out in 15 because of whatever bill Trump signed. And so he feel like that was like a personalized thing that Trump did for these black men that are in jail. And so he, he got a lot of respect for Trump because he got out of jail early. Talking about, I don't agree with all he do, but he a good man. You stupid. Go ahead. Curtis. And that's why you needed to stay in jail. So that's how right. we know Trump made a bad choice. Right. <laughs> Because clearly your dumb ass needed to stay in goddamn jail. Right. You the weakest link and you need to be in the, behind the strongest bars. Let me tell you something. You done got out of jail, went, took your ass to Burlington Coke Factory and got some decent threads. And now you feeling like you here competing for Tokyo Tony and Trump is your best friend. Listen, Kanye East, shut the fuck up, <laughs> bitch ass nigga. But anyway, so he said that, and immediately Big D was like, oh, fuck, no, nah, we don't do that Trump shit over here. Then you got the ZZ Top Santa Claus-looking motherfucker. Of course, he he liked Trump. Of course. Talking about Obama left the country in such a mess, and Trump has been the best president that we've ever had. They should have beat your ass on GP, okay? You know what they should have done? They should have stomped your ass out like them reindeer in that skit on Mad TV when they was beating Santa's ass. You know what they should have done? <laughs> Cause that's yes. what you fucking deserve. You got a whole lot of nerve to get your seventy-year-old ass on here talking about Trump is the best around a bunch of niggas looking like a motherfucking clan wizard boy. Sure enough, need your Grand whole ga- cookie. Okay, <laughs> you know what, Curtis? Okay, <laughs> continue. I just, I'm just saying. I'm but yes, saying. I agree. They definitely should have beat your ass. You already look like you got a, a foot in the grave and half your goddamn beard in there too. They should have put all of you in there. I would have done like they was wanting to do from last week. I definitely would have set that old man beard on fire. <laughs> okay, Let's listen. see what Trump do for you now. <laughs> listen, it'd been a, like they say a ram in the bush. It would have been a, a bush on fire because I would have set your motherfucking sure. beard ablaze, nigga. For sure. For sure. They almost come to blows over the shit, which is funny. And I, you know, the whole time I was like, whoop that trick. But, you know, they did. Yes. Because Big Nigga comes out of nowhere to break things up. Because he has to be security because they don't have yeah. no fucking security. I mean, honestly, I feel like that might be his job. And they just kind of threw him a bone and was like, if you compete on the show, you'll get an extra check. <laughs> and again, he got all them kids to feed. So. <laughs> he got to take saying. what he can get. He got to take what he can get because you know the nigga on child support. You of course, absolutely. So, you know, niggas on child support love to go do wild shit like this. I mean, gotta feed them kids. I mean, a lot of times they don't feed the 
But anyway, uh, (laughs) Tokyo Tony and Lyrica G, they show up. And Tokyo, of course, started reading them all for filth. And it's basically like, I don't know what the fuck y'all doing. I don't know why the fuck y'all even talking about Trump. Y'all, are y'all here for me or not? And I was like, I mean. I can't disagree. Hey, powers of the black water mouth ass Tokyo Tony had a, she had a point. Yeah. It was like. the, The material presented itself. I get y'all in competition, but y'all only y'all ain't been there a full day. Like, yeah. chill right. out. This is like hell. Not even a full because it's that same night. Like, what the it's that's what I'm saying. Y'all wasn't y'all haven't even been there a full twenty four hours. Ain't nobody took no shower. They ain't brushed their teeth. They ain't took a shit. They haven't even eaten. Right. Like goddamn. And that's Maybe why that's y'all why y'all mad. <laughs> right. <laughs> y'all ain't y'all ain't been properly nourished. They should have been handing out Snickers for y'all asses. <laughs> right. Okay, nigga, get you a goddamn bag of ruffles or something. Shit. Something. Shit. Y'all. That's why they were ruffled. <laughs> they was upset. Okay. So then we get to elimination time, and she's handing out blunts on chains. <laughs> this is the most ghetto shit. So I feel like that Rihanna gym. This is the most ghetto shit I've ever seen. But you have to ask yourself: Had it been anything else, would you have been here for it? You know what? That's... I can speak for myself in saying no. This was completely on brand for Tokyo Tony. That's fair. That's fair. So first and foremost, we got Cookie Monster, aka ZZ Top, aka. Uh, Racist white man. I'm sure he's racist. Yes. Um, I mean, he just looks the part. What had me hollering is that he was taking a long time to get up there. And Lyrica was like, you got to give him more time. You know, he moves slow. <laughs> I was like, oh, my goodness. I mean, she can relate because it takes her a long time to get her facial expressions together. So, Well, so uh, Tokyo Tony ends up keeping him which I I don't even remember why she ended up keeping him. Like he, he did some kind of move or something and she, no, she was asking him questions and he was like, yeah, I'll, I'll suck on your feet or whatever the fuck, you know, mm-hmm. whatever kind of. The whole time Lyrica G just looking like, girl, he is 105. That's nasty. Listen, Lyrica was like, um. Check leaks. She was like, send bad Santa home. <laughs> but she chose not to. Uh, then we got good credit and she was asking him questions and he's like, you know, I want to make love to you and I want to kiss you. And she was like, kiss. I don't want to kiss. I like to fuck. fuck. (laughs) I was like, whoa. (laughs) (laughs) You know what it reminded me of? You know, that scene in Kill Bill with the dude with the pussy wagon. Yeah, he was like, my <laughs> name is Buck, and I'm here to fuck. Right. I was like, whoa. <laughs> Tokyo Tony is like, fuck that making love shit. I want to fuck. He was looking like, uh, okay. I know he had a flash going through. Like He was like, do I have enough dick for this? <laughs> Curtis. You know he did. But she, she asked him, well, what else you got? Because clearly you don't know how to talk dirty to me. She was like, can you sing? And he said, yeah, I can sing. So she said, you have to learn the words to Summertime Love by Lyrica Garrett is her last name, I think. Yes. By the next day and sing the song or you're going to be eliminated. So that's where we left it with good credit. Lyrica talking about, I hope you find it later on, girl. And now he needs help because girl, what? <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> what are the real world role rule challenge ass shit? 
that make me feel like that's gonna be some shit like when Candace was trying to look up uh Anais music <laughs> or Akbar V music. <laughs> like where is the shit? <laughs> help me, help me find it. Send me the link, okay? Just airdrop me the link. But anyway, <laughs> then we got Big D. He goes up there and you know. She didn't really give him a lot of flack for all the fighting and shit, but she was like, you know, he did something. He moved his hips and she decided to keep him. She was making fun of his haircut and I was like, but he bald. So I was real confused on that. Um, I don't know what Tokyo Tony was looking at. She was like, you know, we gonna get you a barber. You got a fucked up hairline. And I was like, he don't have no hair. Just a little being extra. Being extra. True. So um, then we got big nigga. And he come up and she like, nigga, close your legs. Why are you standing like that? And he like, you know, I can't close my legs. <laughs> wink, wink. And I was like, well, that's true. We know you don't know how to close your goddamn legs. So you got all them kids. Right. <laughs> this is a self dress, sir. True. Then we got Mr. Salsa. And this <laughs> she was so fucking weird. Because he come up there doing all that goddamn silly ass dancing. And she was like, Asking him questions, you know, he said something about his mother. And she was like, well, would you tell your mother that you got a girlfriend that twerks and likes to smoke blunts and fuck all day? <laughs> like, what is wrong with her? <laughs> we get it, bitch. You like the fuck. Jesus. Yeah, like you said earlier in the episode, that's how Black China got here. We know. Goddamn. We know. I'm, su- I'm surprised it ain't more of them. Shit. To maybe they, maybe there are. I don't know. Okay. Maybe she I might be on some sky shit. Child. Well, no, she ain't on no Sky shit. I guess because Sky don't have no kids that's making money on their own. So she, you know, <laughs> well. she's still upset. <laughs> well, <laughs> Tokyo Tony is like, bitch, take care of me. Well, that's fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's fine. Mm. And, you know, he started a lot of flattery and shit. And she told him to shut the fuck up and don't ruin it. I was like, all right. Mm. So he gets to say, stay. Then we got no name, and she said, give me one word about why you should stay. And his one word was fuckable. And I said, you know what? You may not have bathed since One Tree Hill was on TV. You know how to play the game. <laughs> one bath here. Okay. <laughs> but, I mean, hey, he listen, know that, know that opponent. Yes, he 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 did that. I'll give you that. That's all I'm gonna give you. Correct, because you definitely look like the like rough draft of Rocket Power. Fair. Then we got Cotton, and she immediately said that she was like, "I bitch niggas out all day," and so she asked him if he who he wanted to fuck, and again he said, "Mr. Salsa," like. We get it. You got a hard on for Mr. Salsa. And objectively speaking, he uh, he is not unattractive to me. Like I said, he looked like kind of like a typical older Cuban man that used to be real fine and muscular. And now, you know, he a little bit fluffier, but you can still see a little bit of the musculature left um, with the broken English. And I could see it to, you know, if I like punch myself in the eye, I could see it. <laughs> um, but anyway, he said Mr. Mr. Salsa again, and she flipped the script on him and told him, if you bother him again, if you even look at him in a way that he don't like, you out of here. You supposed to be here for me. 
which I find interesting because it's like you've been on his case about what man he attracted to in the house only for him to be like, only for you to be like, don't talk to him, don't do that. You could have done that from the beginning. Correct. Although, I mean, it could be me, but I don't think Mr. Salsa was all that bothered by the attention from Cotton. Yeah. He's never given me like he really is bothered by. He's like, okay, well, nigga think I'm, nigga think I'm fine. Okay, cool. I mean... I feel like Mr. Salsa has dibble-dally at some point in his life. I wouldn't be surprised. But anyway, go off, Mr. Salsa. Get 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 your life. Then we got Romy Rome. And she called him the sexiest man there. And honestly, that should tell you everything you need to know about uh, Tokyo Tony. <laughs> yes. Yes. Absolutely. Honestly. Listen, let me tell you something. I know them other men who was like, bitch, I know you fucking lie. Because <laughs> uh, Romy Rome looked like one of them zombies from like Invader Zim or something. Like, he, he just looked. <laughs> he definitely do. He, he looked like he got the T virus. Yes, he definitely looked like, like one of the first zombies you kill in Resident Evil. He just looked real patchy. Like, he just, he not mm-hmm. sure if he coming or going. Right. And she think he the sexiest man there. And like, clearly she ain't seen him without his hat on. <laughs> yeah. mm. Mm. I mean, I guess crackheads yeah, of a feather tweak together. I, you I beat guess. me to it. I, I was know. like, clearly the bitch ain't got sight either because I mean, the motherfucker looked like if you put a fedora on one of the ones from Men in Black. So True. So then we got inmate nigga. And she immediately sent him back because on his way to get in front of her, he like mean mugged uh, Big D and the other niggas he was in a fight with earlier. And so she saw that and she immediately was like, go back. Fuck you. Go back. I haven't made my decision yet, but go back. Don't even say nothing. Don't even speak. And he was like, oh, man. And then in the confessional, when Good Credit was like, uh, what did he say? He was like, oh, you know, all of us uh, don't know, you know, some of us know how to act better. Something along the lines of, you know, we haven't all been in jail like him. And I was like, hey, <laughs> you better say that in your confessional because he, he, as he a bozo, but he'll definitely beat the, <laughs> I was going to say beat the black off of you, but you're not black. He'll okay. beat some black into you. <laughs> Listen, <have> you <laughs> not in look, a good way. Have you up here looking like Michael Rappaport? Ugh. Mm. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. Listen. He looked like some spoiled cream of mushroom soup. Listen. Uh, what else? Who else we got? Then we got Lil D. He there talking about he better than his dad. And that whole thing is a mess. It's very weird. Then we got Papa. And Lyrica's like, I like him for you. And you know, she's like, he he he's strong and da da da. Like, I like him for you. Of course, we already know from multiple times out of the horse's mouth that he's really there for Lyrica. Right. But he's playing the game with Tokyo Tony, which honestly from the super trailer we saw in the last episode is just a ploy so that he has an opportunity to talk to and get close to Lyrica. But she asked him some question and he was like, yeah, I'm strong to the finish because I eat my spinach. And they was going off about that. And I was like, this is how you know these bitches old because they <laughs> they getting wet because the nigga said he eat vegetables. <laughs> right. <laughs> the bar's on the floor. <laughs> the, the, the bar does not exist. <laughs> Listen, I mean, neither do they teeth, so. Well, I mean, what can you do? 
And then at the end, we got Full of Shit, which is the nigga that claimed he a model, mm. and the inmate nigga. So she told the inmate nigga he got a bad attitude. And then she asked uh, Full of Shit, which is FOS, she asked him if he felt like he deserved to stay. And then they did that dramatic thing and they cutting in and out and all this shit with the editing. And he said no. <laughs> and immediately was eliminated. She was like, well, get the fuck out of here. ASAP. And so then he, the funniest part of that though is that, so he gets eliminated in that moment. He goes back to stand with the rest of the men. And so she starts addressing them and she's like, what are you still doing here? Get the fuck out. This nigga's looking stupid and embarrassed. All the rest of the men like this idiot. <laughs> Listen. That shit was funny. So the preview for the next episode, they're having some kind of spelling bee because she claimed that she want a man that's smart too. And I'm like, bitch, I know you. Sis, you asking for a lot. You want a nigga that can fuck, eat your ass, eat your pussy, take all that verbal abuse from you, be smart, have money. Listen, if a nigga. You asking for a lot. Hell, if a nigga smart, he ain't trying to get with you, bitch. What did you say? First and foremost. Nick, girl, you looking for a smart man? They on a, they ain't on this show. <laughs> and I'm like, looking for a smart man for what? You don't need to be smart to fuck all day. So it's like ASAP. Mm, I yeah. guess, girl. So mm. that was the second episode of Tokyo Tony's show. Um, it's entertaining. So we'll see. I mean, it, like I said, it's a it's a very 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 unattractive collection of people. Correct. But you know, ugly people need love too. Ugly people need sex too. So I mean I we'll don't see. see it, but correct. Oh, absolutely not. But and I don't I mean obviously I don't think I Tokyo, just don't want to be privy to it. That's yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't think she's gonna pick any of them. She's not gonna be happy with any of them. No. We'll probably get a second season of this. Um but this I'm is, here for the mess. Yes. This is purely for our entertainment. For everybody's entertainment, because she, she damn sure ain't looking for love. You can lie all you want to, bitch. You ain't looking for love. Correct. You done said it multiple times. The man came up to you talking about he want to make love. I want to fuck. ASAP. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, no, girl, we don't believe you really here for love, but we're going to watch and be entertained by the mess and you abusing these straight men, because that's the kind of negativity that I enjoy. I'm always here for straight men being talked to like the trash that they are. No offense, Jeremy, but full offense. So we're going to move <laughs> on to Real Housewives of Atlanta. I mean, look at the material. We on episode three of this shit. Mm. The float goes on. So this is the uh, World Pride episode that's in New York. First and foremost, uh, congratulations to Candy and Todd on the birth of their daughter via surrogate. They named the baby Blaze and... Um, mm. congratulations, Candy and Todd. Good luck, everybody. Y'all are still a beautiful black couple, and this is some sex I do want to see. I I cannot yes. stress that enough. Yes, yes, <laughs> that is something yes. that I definitely want to be privy to. Okay, yeah, I don't even want to be a fly on the wall. I want to be a nigga in the corner. Okay, yeah, I want to sit there. And <laughs> I want watch. to sit there and enjoy as it. myself in my skin. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
with my toy. <laughs> okay. With my hand. <laughs> Candy coated Pro- indeed. I'll listen, tell you what. Okay. Proper lubricant and watch. Yes. Okay. I would like to see it. <laughs> love to see gang. it. With love. Oh, this is- <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I will sign up. Um, so we start off with Evie, Evie, Eva, and <laughs> Cynthia. <laughs> well, she hey, is a Pokemon looking motherfucker, so a cute one. I still. mean, she, yeah, she very cute. I mean, Evie cute, so yes, we'll okay, get so we'll I see where you're that. going with it, friend. I, I see the vision. So they riding around in Cynthia's Land Rover, house shopping. Mm. Uh, Eva keeps talking about having some psycho donor that's stalking them, and that's why they've been moving from residence to residence trying to get away from him. Yeah, which I ain't gonna hold it because her baby daddy is T Rash. Yeah, although I don't know, I don't think that's who she was talking about, but or was it? Oh, it was. I think was it, it was sperm something. donor? I missed. I I wasn't sure who yeah. she was talking about for sure. Sperm donor. Yeah, because I don't um, think she she don't say his name. She just called him donor. I which see. Again, my which again, my dumb ass. I thought that was somebody that donated to her husband trying to be married. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. <laughs> I was like, maybe he mad. He want his money back because the nigga lost. <laughs> You know, I don't really pay attention to Eva like that. I just look at the pictures and scroll. (laughs) Fair enough. All right. Fair Fair enough. enough. (laughs) Okay. Sure. 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 All right. All right. We all want to court then. Okay. That's that's fine. Shout out to Bravo with all their shady flashbacks of Marlo dragging the everlasting fuck out of Eva last season. And so the interesting thing to me is that. We see Marlo was dragging Eva all last season in these because I didn't watch. La- I don't think any of us watched last season because it was trash. No, we checked that. Um, we checked that. So obviously that footage is new to me, but I find it interesting that Eva got all this smoke for Nini when it's Marlo that was talking to her like a straight up dog, mm. talking to and about her like she trash. Everybody mm. feel like Nini. Nini. Everybody feel like Nene is low-hanging fruit at this point. Like, if you can have some turmoil with her, you can solidify your spot on the show. But the thing is, let it be real. Right. Let let it be a real issue. Let it be something that Nene actually did to you. Because, y'all, listen, I'm not about to be sitting up here controlling no old-ass, grown-ass, sugar-daddy-loving-ass, scamming-ass Marlo. Nope. I'm not. I'm not. I got enough going on in my real life. I'm at odds with enough of the bitches on this show. My my own husband is a is a whole motherfucker. Whether mm-hmm. he's sick or in health, my kids is is just fucking fat bozos. Girl, I ain't got time to be inheriting no beef. Not yes. at all. I agree. But you know, like you said, Eva is. She don't really have a place on this show, so she she don't know if she just want to be the pretty one sitting in the corner being quiet, if she want to be a mean girl. But it's like, girl, you pregnant. Like we don't we don't need all this from you while you pregnant, cause we gonna drag anybody that really gets into it with you, cause you pregnant. And it seems like at this point you taking advantage of that, which makes you a trash ass bitch. To be quite honest. Yeah, the first season, her first introduction on this show was her being pregnant and not really saying shit and staying out of shit. That's when we was like, okay. I mean, you don't really do nothing for drama, but I get your coin. But now you're just being a bozo. Yes. Because, I mean, I do still prefer you to Shamari, but that's not saying much. Uh, mm. I'm glad that Kenya back. 
and I don't even like Kenya. So Eva, <laughs> you're gonna have to do better than this, sweetie. I'm sorry. Like I, you know, you're pregnant again, so I guess we have to deal with that for the whole season. But should you come back for another season, what I need you to do is get back to work. That's what I want to see. And if you happen to get into some drama and shit along the way, all the better. But if you're gonna be on the show, I would much rather see you working than sitting around being a pregnant mean girl like that does nothing for me and it does nothing for the dynamic on the show to be honest because again nobody's really gonna get into it with you the way that they probably should on account of you being pregnant but anyway they start talking about Portia needing to go back to work because you know Eva is tired of filling in for her and they start talking about Nini because, again, uh, Eva has decided to beef with Nini. And honestly, now that I'm thinking about it, since Eva has become friends with Cynthia, I feel like Candace said, like, you, you're inheriting this beef with Nini on account of Cynthia being in a beef with Nini. Yeah. Because yeah. outside of that, it, you have no reason to beef with Nini. Which is crazy considering when, when it finally come out how much shit uh Cynthia talks about Nene. Mm -hmm. Like you saw some you of it do, in this episode. Yeah. You do you just doing a whole fucking lot. And the crazy part is I haven't seen Nene saying anything about Cynthia. Oh uh, but but for this, no. But we see some stuff in the episode. Yeah, I mean, I mean yeah, in the episode. In the episode, but prior to that, after the last reunion. You ain't seen Nene going around talking about Cynthia. But you most saw of Cynthia talking about Nene quite a bit. Constantly. Did mm, they and showed. most of the shade that I have heard from Nene prior to this episode has been towards Kenya. It ain't had shit to do with Cynthia. Like, she really cannot stand Kenya. Nope. So, mm. it's just kind of like, girl. I mean, the again, shit. Another one trying to keep her place on the show because we know without relationship drama cynthia is a fucking dud on this show we've literally had to see her relationships go through turmoil for her to have a storyline that's it all facts all facts so moving on portia vin visits uh tanya and they talk about the baby bash which briefly thank god they talk about Nene a little bit. They talk about New York Pride coming up. And then they start talking about Dennis. And Portia is still saying that there might not be a chance to fix things. And Bravo started running back a whole lot of alleged bean footage because Portia is like, he said that the reason that he cheated because I was emotionally unavailable. And then she's like, but look at all these pictures, all these good times that we had. I was always there. And then I was pregnant, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. As we've said many times, you knew who the fuck Dennis was before you got, before you laid down with his ass. So good luck, sis. I ain't going to say suffer or that you deserve it. I'm just going to say good luck because... When you when you make poor decisions, only you are culpable for them. So, which we know you have a track record of doing that. Well, mm. moving on, Kenya's cousin Shay visits her and Baby Brooklyn. Baby Brooklyn is so damn cute. Yes, she's precious. Yes, and she asked her if Mark showed up for the baby for the Barbie party, and Kenya had a brand new excuse 
for Mark not being able to make it. Talking about, oh, uh, he don't want to be around all them women. He don't like them. And I was like, but last week you said he was busy with work. Which is it? Mm. Is it that he don't like them women or he don't like you? Mm. <laughs> he don't like that woman. <laughs> yeah. mm. Papo fucked this woman. <laughs> he trying to get the fuck ASAP. No, he didn't already did that quite a, quite a long well, time ago. Well, like, listen, uh, Mark hates Kenya. I like. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell, like, if we couldn't tell before, if it was up in the air, if we did not believe the sources and the whispers on the blogs and stuff, this was purely transactional. Kenya and Mark have literally no chemistry together. Period. Nope. He don't look like he likes her. He don't look like he want to talk to her. He don't want to hear her mouth. He just want to see his baby. He don't want her asking him about his business dealings. He want her to shut the fuck up and make eggs. That's what Mark want. Because she served her purpose. He wanted a baby. And I honestly feel like after seeing him with baby Brooklyn, he wanted that baby more than Kenya did. And he saw Kenyon as nothing more than a vessel now a a nanny. And that's exactly how he talks to and treats her, like the like the help. Yeah. I mean, well, her skin looked like the help, but you know, that's the help. No, it just needs some help. <laughs> I we were saying in the pregame that skin, you could tell she stressed that skin back looking a mess. Yeah. And Kenya is a very pretty woman, and we just want to say here. Acne don't make you ugly. Having skin problems don't make you ugly. Lord knows I have to put a lot of effort into my skin. It ain't the best all the time. But when you act and treat people as ugly as Kenya has mm. in the many seasons she's been on the show, all your flaws are targetable. Yep. <laughs> and I mean... You can't expect people not to bring up the fact that you look like a cast iron skillet in the face when you act the way that you act. Also mm-hmm. to end as well. So good luck with that. Um, we move, we skip forward a little bit because that was a whole thing. We, you know, Mark is actually on the show and she trying to cook him breakfast. She ain't got no eggs. He barely answering her questions and they sitting three feet from each other. Like it was a hot mess. He was only there for that baby. And honestly, I would not be surprised if in their upcoming divorce proceedings, he doesn't ask for full custody or be to at least be the custodial parent. Yeah, I wouldn't be shocked either. So that's that on that. And then we finally see Nene and Greg. Nene still looks a fucking mess in the face because she went overboard with the surgeries. But if you happy girl, I guess, I mean... I guess that's all I got. Um, I do have a question. Did Nene get her titties done? Look like it. It looks like it. It looked like she she went to the same place that Cynthia got her titties done because their titties look the same now. You know, it's just one of them is on, you know, Cynthia's shape and one of them is on Queen Latifah's shape. It's fine. So they're getting ready to do an infomercial for the American Cancer Society. And they're talking about their journey and what it's going to be like to see everybody at Pride. Um, I think that this was a good introduction for the season for Nene and Greg. Now, they still a couple of bozos, 
but I think this was a pretty good, hey, here's Nene. She's been gone for a minute. Now she's back with the jump off. And Greg don't have cancer. And now we, you know, kind of doing our service. And I think it's a good thing to have that make that infomercial and talk about the hardships that they had. And with Nene trying to be a caregiver and it's not in her spirit. Um, Because let me tell y'all something. I know that people believe that love conquers all and you shouldn't marry nobody if you're not going to be willing to be there through thick and thin and sickness and health. But not everybody has the constitution to be a caregiver, no matter how much in love you are, no matter how long y'all been together. Not everybody is built like that. And when I say everybody, I'm principally talking about myself, Um, but also Nene. And so for her to have made it through and for them to make it through and, you know, he's cancer free and they're able to give these testimonies, I think is a good thing because Nene is such a a terrible bitch that... (laughs) It's good yeah. to put out some positivity every now and then, especially yes. when it's close to home. Yes. A dab of positivity to not counterbalance, but I mean, amongst the sprinkles and sea of negativity for Nene. What I will say is y'all are a hideous couple. My mm-hmm. God. They definitely look like a pair of trolls together. Y'all are hideous. Mm-hmm. It is disrespectful. Mm-hmm. The disrespect that they gave. Ugly couple. And I don't know, I'm not saying that the individual pieces are particularly ugly, but when you put them together, it's like when you mix bleach and ammonia, okay? Everybody gonna die. So, (laughs) I guess, but, you know, good on y'all. So, Nene and Cynthia, uh, Nene brings up some um, text message exchange that they had, and it seems like they kind of are on different sides of how that went down. Um, but they're both saying that they were nasty to each other, whatever. Greg surprisingly advises Nene to hold herself accountable for her part in the breakdown of the friendship between Nene and Cynthia. Um, moving forward, Candy and Todd, they meet for a lunch date and they FaceTime their surrogate and talk about baby preparations. Um, this was around the time when that story came out about Todd going to the strip club with his daughter, his oldest daughter, that's 23. And, you know, he's like, I, I mean, it's my daughter. If that's what we want to do, that's what we want to do. And Candy's like, I mean, I ain't saying you weird for that, but I'm not saying you not weird for that. Which I I don't even know why they spend time talking about this on the show, to be honest. It, Same. Literally, who cares? Right. It serves no purpose. None. Who gives a f- the girl is grown she's 23 years old and honestly who better to go to the strip club with than your father let him pay what you mean yeah, if my a- old ass decrepit daddy asked me today do you want to go to the strip club son my first question is going to be like how much money you got because i'm not spending <laughs> no money yes father i will go and get some wings and see some ass and some titties on your dime Hell yes, I would go to the strip club with my father all yeah. day. What yeah, you this, mean? yeah, this was a non-story to me. And I, this is, I guess, groundwork for this maybe storyline they got that, you know, Todd and Candy aren't seeing eye to eye. It's contention. It's like, okay, what couple mm, don't see maybe. eye to eye sometimes? I mean, I'll give you that because it definitely feels like it's kind of like a the baby has to gestate and we don't have nothing to do in the meantime while we're waiting on the baby so we just kind of throw some shit out there but 
again, I still want to see the sex tape. Fine. Live and give me a copy for my own personal use. Uh, what else? We already talked about Mark and Kenya. Good luck with that. Um, she better than me though, because I, I, as fine as Mark is, we know he ain't giving her no dick. So if you hear you talking to me like trash and you're not giving me no dick, you got to get out of my house. But I know how y'all feel about being married and all that bullshit. So good luck, everybody, on that. Um, let's see. They did. We did one thing. I didn't. Uh, we didn't talk about with them is his birthday is coming up, Mark, and they're supposed to be going on a trip. Kenya wants to leave the baby behind because she wants some personal time, some alone time, so that they can try to rekindle what was never kindled in the first place. And Mark is like, if I'm going somewhere, my baby going with me. So I don't know what you're talking about, bitch. Good luck. You better get your <laughs> Hitachi and work it the fuck out because I'm going to be with Brooklyn. And I was like, well, damn. Mm-hmm. Good luck with that, Kenya. I mean, you sold your soul to the devil and now you got a, you got a Freudian deal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> good luck that's all i got play stupid games you win stupid prizes well i mean at least the nigga fine but still damn Mm. damn uh so we see nini getting ready for pride marlo comes to talk to her specifically about seeing cynthia i'm already off this whole thing with marlo coining herself and crowning herself as the peacekeeper and bringing everybody back um, we don't need that from you, sweetie. We don't, we don't, we don't need it, period. And we definitely, let them fight. Let them hoes fight. Correct. And especially you, Marlo, as much shit as you done kicked up hell. Girl, I know you fucking lying trying to be the peacemaker. I'm talking exactly. about we just need Dumb to forgive bitch. and forget. And no, we don't, bitch. <laughs> bitch I can't like, forgive no, or forgive. <laughs> I can't do none of it, bitch. We got beef forever. Okay? <laughs> For no life. me. Listen, forgiving and forgetting is overrated. Mm. Very. I like a grudge. Mm. And holding a grudge does not take as much energy as y'all think it does. It sure listen, don't. they it put really a lot. Don't. Listen, you they you, put a lot of sauce on it, don't they? Listen, uh, you, you, you got you got damn. to forgive for you, child. I don't got to do a motherfucking thing. I ain't got to do shit. That shit be in the back of my mind. I don't give a fuck. Listen. You got down evil juju spirit motherfuckers. We putting a lot of spirit parsley on that shit. Mm-hmm. Well, good luck with that. I don't agree. I just do not. So um, then we see Cynthia sends Eva an interview that Nene did calling Cynthia weak and desperate. And so back to Candace's point. That was the first time that I've seen and heard of Nini saying anything since the last reunion. Sorry. And then again, we saw all of the bean footage because Nini was like, she's had seven different seven. <laughs> she counted. Yeah, count them. Different instances where Cynthia was talking shit or just, I mean, I don't know it. if she was really talking shit, but she was discussing everything and she was not being kind. No. Sometimes she was being shady. Sometimes she was just doing a lot. Nor, so, nor completely honest. Well, well, it's Cynthia. Yeah. And also, did Nene really lie? Because, I mean, I was about look to at say, the material. But, but we got to keep that same energy because, you know, she said it and she's standing on it. And she ain't yeah. trying to walk it back. She don't fuck with Cynthia at this moment. 
And everybody and trying to force so. her. Yeah. And everybody trying to make her the villain again. The thing is, when Nene run, we don't have no problem calling her out. But why do she need to make peace with somebody who has apparently been dragging the shit out of her for a very long fucking time while playing nice in her face? For, for 84 years. Mm. And it's time for get for Cynthia to get what her hand called for. It just is what it is. Yeah. Nene done got her hand called plenty of times. Now the, now the horse is on the other foot. <laughs> the hooves and the other shoe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so <clears throat> then we see Eva and then Cynthia shows up. They're getting ready for Pride as well. They discuss the, the interview that Nene did. And, you know, doing the most, they hyping each other up to, I don't know, have this tag team beef with Cynthia. Mm. And then we go to Pride. And so they are on the Bravo float. So we see other people that have shows on the Bravo network. I didn't recognize any of them except for Giselle Bryant. And that's all I have on that. Um, Bravo and is still looking a mess. I'm well when you do clownery hmm. and when you're a white gay, <laughs> you, know, you know, I'm, I'm looking at the dick. It's not really stacked in his favor, but you know, you rich as fuck. So good luck. You can pay for it, which, you know, I've heard. You do. Um, <laughs> Curtis, you motherfucker. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, well, when you look at the material. Yes. And so the, the episode ends with Nene going out of her way from one part of the float to the other part to see Cynthia and be in her face. So we'll see what happens on the next episode, um, how they play nice or fake nice, however they get through that. And that was the episode of Real Housewives of Atlanta. It is... I would say a step above mid, but it's not, it's not fulfilling yet. They are sowing some seeds where we might get some good episodes, but I'm going to be honest with y'all. I see this season fizzling out probably halfway through. Probably. Like, I don't know if they have enough going on to sustain a season's worth of stuff because they you know they're older they've been on the show a long time they they tend to get over their beefs relatively quickly except for phaedra and phaedra got what she deserved i don't care how y'all feel about her or how much y'all miss her she got what she deserved yes when you do clownery had she done anything outside of spread that particular rumor i wouldn't feel no way about phaedra being on here i mean she a flat-out liar and bozo and a terrible lawyer, but scammer, but I mean, who ain't? Who ain't? But that but particular she, thing that she did, no, ma'am. She took it a step too far. Yeah, stay, yeah. stay in the abyss where you've been, trying to bounce okay. from show to show, as if you really that girl. But I ain't forgot, bitch. You was on internet selling flat tummy tea, so <laughs> we know what kind of rock bottom <laughs> you dealing with. <laughs> flat <laughs> lawyer tea. <laughs> <laughs> well done friend well that's done. just what i'm saying so anyway <laughs> mm, mm, that mm. wraps up the show so um y'all got any last things y'all want to get off y'all's chest before we get out of here yes mm. 
Don't put me in no motherfucking happy Thanksgiving group chat. <laughs> I don't give a fuck, okay? I know what day it is. I am assuming that most people want the other people that they love and care for to have to have a happy Thanksgiving. We don't need a group text with no motherfucking MySpace graphics to let me know. I get it, okay? Leave me the fuck alone. Stay out my inbox with that bullshit. Also, your mom still can't cook. It's 2019. Y'all mama still can't cook. Y'all grandmama still can't cook. You bragging on that macaroni and cheese just for a bitch like me to taste it and start gagging. <laughs> like that little blowfish uh, video that I put on my Twitter <laughs> when they put that carrot in that blowfish mouth and he started gagging. That's how I feel about a lot of y'all mamas and them cooking. Mm. With your pre-shredded cheese and your mac and cheese. Oh, Dre ass bitch. Oh, champagne turkey making ass motherfuckers. Y'all still can't cook. The the handles on your pots and pans is still wobbly. You still don't know how the right thickness to cut the candy yam so they ain't hard as hucky pucks. Y'all cannot cook. And I'm not about to pretend like you you can. Okay. Mm-hmm. Stop subjecting people to them fancy ass recipes you trying to grab off the internet. Don't nobody want no motherfucking fresh cranberry sauce. Don't nobody want that shit. Niggas like they shit straight out the can with a little botulism. Hey, What's man. wrong with y'all? Ooh, fancy y'all all going. that fancy ass pungent ass cheese and that macaroni and cheese because you slinging recipes all off the internet. That shit nasty. Yes. Uh, Don't so nobody Mark want Lamont. no mac and listen, Mark Lamont here, macaroni and cheese over That's because your mammy can't cook. Yes. Wait, he said it? On he Twitter. He said macaroni and cheese is overrated. Talking about it's just noodles and cheese. You just a nigga That's... in a suit. How about that? Well, no, I you mean... just a nigga who was raised by bitches who can't cook. Cause it hmm. ain't a motherfucking soul alive who do not like a good macaroni and cheese, and that include the motherfucking uh cavemen and women of the world. <laughs> <laughs> a good baked macaroni and cheese will set it baked off proper. Macaroni and cheese. Listen, that's the kind of shit where you be like, when it's good, you be like, okay, I gotta hurry up and bottom before that shit hit my gut. Let's Let me go. tell you, <laughs> I got I got my fontina ready for Thursday. It's ready. I got it ready. I got my cheese is ready. Ooh, I can't wait. I got so, it ready, and I hmm, nope. Don't put no breadcrumbs on that mac and cheese, bitch. <laughs> Um, I'm not sure what all shows are coming on this week, but I guess if we at least have two, then we'll still do it. We'll still do an episode because, um, y'all deserve Candace and I will be together for Thanksgiving and we plan on doing an episode of Ratchet Ramblings and some other stuff while we're together. And I think that's going to be some magic that y'all, y'all deserve. Y'all have been loyal listeners. So we want to see what it's, it'll kind of be a preview two-thirds of your host recording live and, and also, I'm, I'm looking forward to it as am i and also we we love y'all so much that we're gonna be running a black friday special on merch oh shit i forgot so <laughs> so get get ready give you an opportunity get get a t-shirt to show support show love if you spend and then if you spend over 50 dollars free shipping so you got an opportunity to get multiple pieces of merch. Mm-hmm. Hmm? It'll be 25% off starting, what, Wednesday, I think? Yep. 
Thursday yeah. at the latest, but probably Wednesday for about a week. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we hope that you guys will purchase some merch while it's on sale. It'll still help us pay for the last stuff with the live show and, you know, for the stuff for the network because it's not free or cheap to run a network and juggle as many shows as we are and always looking to add more. So that's what we got coming up. And I don't have nothing else. Niggas. Y'all good? good? All right, well, scrub your pots, you know, make Candace happy, and we'll see y'all next week. Come on, make it, Joe. I like it. Yeah, that, that was the one there. <clears throat> it's a break for me this week. Let me flip my hair. Ooh. Even Kelly sing lead sometimes. We still got two shows left. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all always do this. Shut up and take your time. <laughs> Candace said we still got more material. Mm-hmm. <laughs>